Welcome to the VFF podcast. My name's Emma Germano and I'm the VFF president. Uh, the VFF Making Our Farms Safer Project is bringing you this podcast episode series discussing issues affecting farmers as a result of the extraordinary wet conditions that have washed over the state this year. We understand the difficulties, challenges and very real impact that it's had on farmers and farming communities. Loss of stock and crops, damage to infrastructure, restricted access to paddocks, feed and clean water, delays in harvest, downgraded crops, machinery bogging issues, waterborne disease issues, financial threats that a once promising season did not foresee. We know that these are stressful, challenging and unknown times and unfortunately a reality that many are facing at present. We wanted to share with you listening today, many of you I imagine who are in the back of the paddock or are trying to get stuck into a harvest season, uh, so you're now unable to make it to upcoming community info sessions, some key points of information and support available over the next two podcast episodes to help in getting through the wet summer of 2022. G'day, my name is Tegan Buckley and I am pleased to introduce and welcome onto the podcast Chris Howard from AgBiz Assist. Chris loves working with and empowering people to discover and apply their strengths, talents and overcome challenges. Born and educated in Shepparton, Victoria, Chris has qualifications in community services, accounting and business administration. Much of Chris's working life has been within the agricultural sector, which includes a grain marketing board, a small rural business and a rural water authority. Chris joined AgBiz Assist in 2008 as a rural financial counsellor and is currently acting executive officer. AgBiz Assist is a not-for-profit organisation delivering community services to farms and small businesses throughout Goulburn Valley and northeast Victoria. Chris Howard, welcome to the VFF podcast. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thanks, Tegan. Great to be here. So, Chris, to kick off this episode, can you please share with us a little bit about yourself, your background as a rural financial counsellor and where you work? Uh, I first started with the organisation in 2008 as a rural financial counsellor. Some years later, I'm I'm now managing the program um, and our business or, or rather my organisation I work for is called AgBiz Assist and we provide services throughout northeast Victoria which is effectively one quarter of Victoria and, and covers um, the Golden Valley and Ovens Murray and Alpine area. Oh wonderful and how does an RFC assist a farmer? An RFC can assist a farmer in a couple of different ways. I'll talk about what, one might be transactional which is a short-term support, and, and the other might be through a case management approach. And, and that could take some years to, to, to work through and, and reach outcomes. If I talk about the transactional and provide a, a bit of an example, and, and that might be in a situation like we're, we're having right now with the floods that have occurred throughout North, uh, North Victoria. And right now our role is about assisting farmers to understand what sort of support is available to them uh, to assist with the recovery and, and, and clean up as a consequence of that flood. So that, that would be what we describe as a transactional and it might be an encounter with a rural financial cancer perhaps once or twice over a, a month or two. The other type of work is case management and it's, it's a lot more involved and it's about firstly helping both the client 
and the Rural Financial Cancer to understand the particular circumstances of um, the, the farming farmer's business. And uh, based on uh, those circumstances, I guess, what, what's the resources, capacity and options then are available for, to that farmer to make decisions around whatever objective they might be looking for. So that might be looking to return the business to viability or it could very well be that they've decided that it's time to um, step back and, and hand over their keys to the next generation or even they've decided that... Um, uh, transition out or exit is something that they'd like to look at or selling up. So, and that's a little bit more involved, and, and that takes um, uh, could can take a, a number of years for that to be implemented. And so, they can work with a, a rural financial cancer for uh, three to four years to to make that happen. Oh, that's brilliant! And I guess in light of all of the flooding that's going on at the moment. What financial assistance and support programs are available to farmers that have been impacted by or they're still recovering from the flooding or production losses that AgBiz Assist and an RFC can support them with? Yeah, so a, a rural financial cancer can um, help. Uh, well, firstly, I guess the, the supports that are available is rural financial counselling. It's a free confidential service. And um, to talk about the benefits of that service is that we're impartial. So we're, we're paid by uh, or funded by government to provide this service and, and, and we have no interest in selling a product or, um, or, or trying to make a, a dollar out of the, um, uh, the, the time that a client works with us. Um, the other services or, or rather the, the grants that are available to help with the recovery, flood recovery effort, they include the primary producer recovery grant which is a grant that's designed basically to help with the um, uh, replacement of lost infrastructure, plant equipment and the damage um, repairing and, and maintaining the farm as a consequence of that damage. It won't replace lost production in the sense of um, lost income. Uh, the other is a concessional loan that um, has the same uh, uh, purpose and... Um, and, and then leading on from there, there's Farm Household Allowance, which is Services Australia, or better known as Centrelink, uh, which is a government income support that can be made available to farmers that might discover in a few months from now that um, the impact on loss of production is fairly significant and they need to consider what they need to do to supplement their income. But what I will say is that, that that's a fair bit and, and there are other types of grants and, and um products that are available. The best advice I can give, Tegan, is if um, people Google AgBiz Assist, and that's um, AgBiz with a Z, they'll find that um, at the homepage there's a big red banner that says uh, flood assistance or something to that effect. Click on that and, and that will have a far more comprehensive list of um, flood recovery uh, services and um, grants that are currently available. Brilliant. And I will put that website link in the show notes so it's really easy for listeners to go and click on that and have a look. But in terms of financial programs available, I would love to unpack this a little bit more. I've got a few questions for you. Are there any conditions applying to these? How can a farmer register for support and how do they access it? Is there, you know, you've mentioned the website. Is there a hotline or telephone number? How do we go about the next steps? Oh, don't know where to start with the first one. Are there any conditions that apply? So, look, I think quite simply is that there is a there is an eligibility requirement 
And to understand that eligibility requirement, the best advice I can give is to, to go to our website and click on the link for, to the primary producer recovery grant and, and it will be spelled out there. But perhaps the equally important is the, the idea of don't self-assess. So if you're not sure, um, err on the side of caution and, and um, get in touch with someone. So to answer the second question, how, how do you register interest or what can you do to get support? I, I would encourage um, people to get in touch with their Rural Financial Counselling Service and, and knowing that this podcast is going to go beyond our, our service area, I'll provide a, a national number and it's just a matter of following the prompts and, and they'll guide you through to the, um, the local Rural Financial Counselling Service. So if you'd like to, re- re- to provide that number now, Tegan, I can do that. Yeah, that would be fantastic and I'll put it in the show notes as well. Great. So... That number is one three double zero seven seven one seven four one. I'll just provide the number again. One three double zero seven seven one seven four one. Thank you. And I'll it'll be easily accessible if um, listeners are listening and you're busy and you don't have a pen and paper, it'll be in the show notes to refer back to at the end of this episode. And Chris, are there any upcoming events or community meeting information sessions? I know that this podcast, people might be listening to this um, and it potentially might be an out-of-date community calendar, but I guess the website has lots of information. Is there anywhere that you might, anywhere else that we can send our listeners today to get some more information on community meeting and info sessions? Absolutely. And and um, it's a bit of a moving space and, and um, within a day or two, if I was to try to list all the community events that are currently taking place, I'm sure that information would be out of date. So perhaps the best advice, again, I can give, Tegan, if people would like to get onto Facebook and, and look again for Agbiz Assist, and you'll discover that um, we, we do actually promote those community events that are taking place within the northeast area of Victoria and um, and building that awareness, and, and particularly those um those community events that we may be present at as well, as well or have an invitation to attend. And um, I might add that we, we look for those opportunities where there might be community organised events or other alternative service providers that are running these community events and, and um, we really appreciate the opportunity to, um, to attend and provide that um, information concerning um, the, the recovery grants and um, other, other services available to people that have been flood affected. Thank you. And before we wrap up, are there any other critical pieces of information that you might like to share or any takeaways that a listener who has been impacted by the flooding can take with them after listening to this episode? Yeah, look, I think I'll start with, the, I guess, something more personal to begin with. And um, it's often I've heard this described within the if I can call it a, a, uh, the recovery industry, and, and that is that um, flood recovery or natural disaster recovery is, is a marathon, not a sprint. So uh, temper your pace and, and look after yourself. Um, take time to recharge your batteries, talk, bend, even cry with a trusted friend or professional healthcare provider. Um, but in particular, look after yourself um, because you're, you're the most important um, asset uh, with, within the um, within the business, a couple of other bits of advice is is don't self assess. Um, if you're unsure, please um, 
uh, reach out, get in touch with your real financial counsellor um, and, and they're on the side of caution and, and um, double check with someone to test your eligibility. Um, I guess the third is that um, some of the best operators that I've encountered in my role and had the privilege of, of meeting are those that aren't afraid to ask for help when, um, when the odds are against them. And so once again, I'd encourage people to um, uh, recognise what they can do, what they can't do, and, and, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Thank you. That's such fantastic advice. Very appreciative for your time today in sharing with us these amazing resources. And thank you so much for the hard work you're doing behind the Ag Business Assist as a rural financial counsellor. Thanks for the opportunity, Tegan. Really appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed these two episodes. We're pleased to provide these key takeaways and resources in one place to support flood-affected farmers and communities during this tough time. Please enjoy and don't forget to share these with your farmer mates and your networks. And, of course, if the VFF or the Making Our Farm Safer team can be of any assistance, please get in touch. Safe farming.